What up and welcome to a podcast with Mo. I am Mo. This is episode 236. On this episode, I'm joined by Snappy. We talk about the Patreon, merch shop, switching jobs, Reddit stonks, Russian protests, COVID and the flu, food delivery, broke down cars, Chad Willer, serial killers, minimum wage and dinosaurs. Thanks for checking us out. Podcast with Mo. What up? We're joined by Snappy. Hello, hello. <coughs> uh, back again for another week. Doing this one late night because uh, Snappy got new plans these days. Yeah, man. I started a new job. We can, we can get into later after your announcements. Yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah, our brief uh, housekeeping sort of announcements. As me making my plea like I do every or two times a week, I guess I should say, uh, go to patreon.com slash podcastmo, give a dollar more a month, get early access to the podcast. Uh, there's a good chance. Actually, I know for sure the best of episode that comes out in March is already up there. So if that's like enticing people out there, I'm sure the one after that's going to get recorded fairly soon and it'll get uploaded as well. So anyway, cool shit like that can happen. If you give enough, you can be like my mother, Hurricane Haynes. Marshall, the Dharma Initiative Bear, and Powwow, and uh, get shout out just like that. And also, we have a merch shop at shop.spreadshirt.com slash a podcast mode where you can get uh, cool shirts. Hell yeah. The so. shirts are good. I still wear mine. Yeah, we're all the time. Uh, seems to hold up. I need to get <clears throat> more myself, but uh, I just haven't been on the merch shop. Shit, I, was just, I was telling you earlier, shit, hell, I'm kind of broke right now. So switching jobs, it may have not been the smartest thing initially right. because the bills are going to be hard to pay. But I think in the long run, it's going to be, it's already been better on my stress level. Right. So my stress already been up. So, or been down. Right. So, you know what I meant. I understood. Uh, yeah. Switching jobs definitely sucks, uh, just in general. Um, and then doing it in the middle of uh, this scenario. And this time of year for me is the bro. Like, I just got paid today, actually. But up until this, like, I've been broke since, like, before January 1st because they paid me, like, two weeks early last month. And I only get paid month uh, once a month, which was awesome because Christmas. But then I spent all the money right. because of Christmas and then my last birthday. And I'm like, fuck it. We're going to do good here. And I'll just fucking we'll figure it out right and that's how i live life and then so the last few weeks i've been just like spending very little money uh, and so now it's really hard for me not to waste all my money well i see getting the bills paid here in a few weeks but these next three weeks are i'm gonna have to make some shit happen <laughs> right right well hopefully joe biden gets those you know the fourteen hundred dollars a person or whatever out that's apparently a thing that's supposed to happen i right, mean if he approves that then i'll be okay right um i've I don't know if any of that stuff's happening. You know, like I don't pay attention to a lot of stuff. I will say uh, he's had a lot of executive orders. And I think it's funny because I guess he said in his debates, I wasn't familiar with this because I didn't really watch the Democratic uh, debates and all that, that he was he used to make fun of Trump or say that Trump was a dictator for using executive orders. So for then Joe Biden to come in the first day and sign the most ever in the first week or something after he called Trump a dictator for using them was kind of funny. Yeah, I know. I just asked it like. Every third post, it's like a new order, and I'm just, I couldn't keep up with them. Right. And now, I'm okay with some, I'm sure. But like the thing about executive <clears throat> orders um, is a lot of them can be just undone with the next president doing an executive order. Like That's why you need Congress and stuff, because that's how you make shit stick. 
But if it's something like smelling out a check or like forgiving student loans, I'm like, you can't undo that with a net. You can't take right. it. You can't take it back. So I'm like, oh, I mean, I don't know. You know, I'm, I'm no fucking expert. Um, one thing we'll get into definitely with this shit after we talk about your job is the whole stock market and the whole world's kind of fucking collapsing at the time of this recording. And so I've been trying to keep up with that today and figure out if I can make money on any of that. Um, it's fucking it takes a long time for shit to get verified. We're like, God damn it. Hurry the fuck up. So I can do something before right. all this shit's over. Um, so that's kind of annoying. Well, you can't have the insider trading. That's illegal. Yeah. But Congress did it. Yeah, I know. No even fucking got Only the rich people can do it. It's fucking bullshit. Um, so anyway, yeah, what's your n- new job? I took a chance and started as a delivery driver. Nothing big. They right. looked at my resume and they called me and they emailed me back in about 0.27 seconds. I swear. Right. And she was like, oh, I'm so curious. And so I painted out the story and she said manager down the road, but I started as a driver, but uh, they only hired like 10 people to start up a new restaurant. I'm like, do y'all not understand the Ada market? Right. I said, right now, almost every restaurant in this town is setting records, and we're starting with 10 people, and five of us are drivers. And then I'm looking around at your skill level, and you know, I'm just like kind of kicking their asses, and you know, they know they fucked up, but they're, I right. think they're I think they're willing to try to work with me and try to keep me there because right. I bring shit to the table. Wait, if you come in at the beginning, though, you know, and... Uh... I'm going to still, like I told you, I'm going to still Conor McGregor's line. I'm not here to take part. I'm here to take over. You're right. And that's what I told the owner today. She started laughing. So I said, well, I don't really want your job, but, you know, I said, I ain't trying to stay at the bottom either. Right. Yeah. Uh, well, good luck there. Hopefully it works out. Um, I'm going to try to take Mazios down as an hourly employee at the enemy. I'm, yeah. fe- I'm feeding them the information they need. Yeah, it's like that episode of The Office where Dwight goes to save us. I mean, we're in Ada, Oklahoma, fucking Chickasaw Nation, man. Right. We're if you ca- don't know what Chickasaw Nation is. Yeah, so if people that don't quite understand, because uh, if you're not in Oklahoma, <laughs> to be honest, you probably wouldn't quite get it, or if you're not in a place that has like Indian territories. or This dude's from Texas. I mean... Uh, yeah, but I mean, honestly, if you never left Texas, it is weird. So, like, if you look at a state of Oklahoma, only like the bottom left is white man land or Oklahoma or whatever. And then, like, all the rest is Indian territory. So, we are in Ada, and that is the capital of Chickasaw Nation. Yes. Uh, got made there, I don't remember, like 20, 30 years ago, something like that, because Ada was willing to work with them. And at, th- at that time, uh, no one wanted the tribes to be in their town. And Ada was like, fuck it. We'll take you. They're like now the only people that spend money on anything. Like 90% of this town is Chickasaw Nation or ran by Chickasaw Nation. Right. Like they bought up a lot of companies. Yeah. Like they'll buy shit. You know, anyway. Uh, now it ends. Chickasaw Nation is actually the biggest one in Oklahoma as far as the land territory, I believe. Um, it ends in Warica, where I'm from. Like, uh, like a block from my house where I grew up. Yeah. Like there's a sign when you're on uh, one of the highways is leaving Chickasaw Nation and it is like in the middle. So like it's fucking huge. That's two hours away, right? All right. So Chickasaw Nation huge. And then Choctaw's down in Durant. It's Choctaw Nation. Uh, fuck, I don't know what Tulsa shit is up where Powell's at. Maybe Seminole or something. But anyway, there's five fucking the five, five civilized, civilized tribes. Yeah. Right. And apparently that's fucking derogatory these days because there's other civilized ones and we just call them that later. Creek, but Cherokee, anyway, Seminole, Chickasaw, They're the ones we Chantal. goddamn learned in schools and shit. Uh, so yeah, anyway, they're a big fucking deal though. Yes. I mean, I mean, <laughs> I mean, it's huge. And for him to not know that just kind of blew my mind. Right. And then we get to the talk and he keeps saying uh, Domino's and Pizza Hut, that's our competition. I'm like, no, they're not. And he goes, what are you talking about? I go, Mazio's is the pizza place here. What's that? Yeah, you never heard of... I mean, I said it's mainly Oklahoma-based. They got some Missouri, Arkansas. I said, but 
I mean, I'm telling you, a place that's running $47,000 a week, and that's unheard of to you. Right. And he don't even know it exists. And he's helping open up a store in the same town. You should know your market. So I had to paint out the pizza places for it. I even put pizza under the convenience store pizza. Right. It is last place. Yeah, people do not like Pizza Hut. I, I haven't ate there in a long, long time. To me, my problem with the Pizza Hut here in town is the location. You have to drive in one way, and then you leave another way, and you're like, you can only go one way on this one. And now all of a sudden, I'm going the opposite direction of where my house is. You know, like right. everything about it is shitty as its location. And so um, that's my problem. But I actually haven't eaten Pizza Hut in a long time. As a kid, I used to be very jealous because my friend, my rich friends uh, would go to Pizza Hut. You know, we'd go to whatever, and I'd be like, oh, I would eat there at the stuffed crust pizza. But now as an adult, a few times I ate there, I've been like, why is the crust like this? Why is the crust all like fried? It's like a fried it's all frozen thing man. Or It's whatever. all frozen pizza Hut now. Uh, so, uh, yeah. I mean, I don't really care. I've been going to the uh, the brick oven place, but they fucked up Coopy's Pizza the last two times we went. So now that one's off the menu. So we're back on the market for pizza places. That's how it goes in our houses. Well, hopefully, yeah, uh, we'll get we'll get a little more skill. We'll get a little more knowledgeable as we learn. But I can't believe why not very many employees came back. Right. You know. <laughs> I mean, it, it's just really weird to me. If this guy knows nothing about the Ada market. Right. Well, it's weird that he's somewhat of a manager. Right? I mean, he's like an acting manager for now. Is that what it was? He was helping train and helping the owner. Someone asked him. He's like, "I'm not the manager. Ask them." Like as day three went along, he started backing off. I see. You know, I bet he still give you tidbits. I mean, he's, you know, 100% bought in Papa John's. Right. Go. Go team. <laughs> I understand. I understand. Um, all right. Lots of stuff happening in the world. Um, I'm trying to figure out which one I want to start with first. But I would say the Reddit versus the stock market is the most interesting thing to me currently as of today. Now, by the time this episode comes out, this is going to be old news to a lot of people. And... Or it's going to like a lot of other things have already going to happen, but I'm just going to catch people up from what I know right now is um, people got on Reddit. There's a certain subreddit, and I actually have this thing I say that explains this all perfectly that I can just read verbatim, and it sounds a lot smarter than anything I'm going to say. But anyway, these people got on Reddit, and uh, they realized this hedge fund guy uh, shorted GameStop. He did like a short shit and fucking stocks. I'm going to pull a ship because it makes more sense if I can read it. Second long though. So it says, whoever put this says, I know at least one of my followers don't understand what's going on, blah, blah, blah. So um, here's what short shorting something is in day trading. It says, example, let's say I wanted to short X, Y, and Z, which had a current value of $10. You borrow one share and then you sell it immediately for $10. Um, you hope that it falls down to say like $7. You rebuy it. For only $7, you keep the extra three and you give that one share back to whoever you borrowed it from. So that's what's shorting it. You're buying it, immediately selling it, think it's going to go down, rebuying it, selling it back, and you you keep that extra, right? So if someone in that moment, you're shorting it, all of a sudden, if the price skyrockets, you still have to give it back. And instead of keeping money, you have to give money, right? So like, let's say that went up to $13, you would have to spend $13 to get it back to give it back to that guy. And then you lost yourself $3. I think it's a pretty simple way of looking at it. Um, so when they realized these hedge funds were all shorting GameStop, they were all betting on GameStop to fail. All the these little people got together with their stimmy checks and they were like, we're going to save fucking GameStop. 
and we're going to fuck over these hedge fund guys, right? What I'm all for. Like, I'm just all for this across the board, right? So they all use Robinhood, which is this app that we've all talked about, right? I've got Robinhood stock. I need to use your link, I guess, to get you a free stock. Yes. um, Because I've never fucked with it. Um, So Robinhood kind of becomes a bad guy in the story eventually. But we'll see what happens. So anyway, that starts happening, right? And then all of a sudden... GameStop's worth a whole bunch. People made a bunch of money in the last 48 hours on this shit. And the hedge fund guys lost a bunch of fucking money. So then all of a sudden, Robinhood suspends trading on GameStop stock. And to be honest, this has nothing to do with GameStop. Just for people out there, know, it could have been any company, right? Like they just happened to be GameStop. And then they also do the same thing with AMC, which is the movie theater chain. Now, they made it where you could not buy or, or you couldn't sell those. Or buy them. I'm sorry. You could sell them, but you could not buy any new ones. So they more or less manipulated the stock market to help the hedge fund guys. So like as the day of this recording, the Internet is viewing this as Wall Street stepped in and made sure the little guy couldn't profit off of all this shit, you know, even though finally the man, you know, the little guy was taken down the man, you know, it was a big fucking day. And then it kind of got squashed by the end of the day. But then at the time it's recording tomorrow. Robin Hood's letting people uh, buy stocks again and shit. And so I think everyone's trying to buy AMC on a Friday, hold it till Monday, and then you'll fuck over some other hedge fund guys. So this is my new favorite thing. Are people fucking over hedge funds in the stock market? And I'm not involved at all, but I'm very interested. Right. I hadn't looked at my Robin Hood in a while. And hell, I've got, says I got $34 in there. Hell yeah. It started with the free stock and I was... I accidentally put ten dollars in there, so I did spend ten dollars on it. Right. I mean, I was trying to figure shit out, and I was, it was like getting bank account, and I really didn't want to do it. But then I put ten dollars in there, so let's say it was fifteen bucks, but I've got thirty four, yeah, off of free stock and ten accidental dollars. It go. is down ten dollars a day, so evidently it's been going up. Right, but I've only got I've got twelve dollars of buying power, and I didn't have any of that a few months ago. Well, there's also cryptocurrency, right? So I've been kind of getting into, I think I talked about this about a month ago on the podcast or so. Um, I spent all the money I made on wrapping last year on Bitcoin. Uh, I'm trying to, I was waiting until it got to something I could withdraw it and then I'm going to move it over to a different uh, crypto wallet or some shit because I'm learning a little bit more. Apparently buying it through PayPal is not cool. You got to buy it through like Coinbase, which is this whole other app or some shit. So I'm trying to get into that. But a month ago, this fucking producer dude on Twitter was telling me to buy some Dogecoin, which is dog with an E on the end, right? And they're like, God, y'all just buy some fucking Dogecoin. If it hits one cent a piece, we're all rich. And I was like, what the? F-? And I, I never looked into how to do it. And all of a sudden today, in the last few days, this little fucking bullshit Dogecoin's going up where people are becoming like millionaires off some dumb fucking bullshit cryptocurrency. So I was like, God damn it. And I don't know if they really become millionaires. My, one of my friends, we had him on here about a year ago, Eric, he made, he said like $5,500 today on Dogecoin, something like that. And I was like, holy well, shit. Well, now that crazy. we're already too late, so, right. you know. But so now today I've been trying to set up this Coinbase wallet because I had the PayPal and the Coinbase wouldn't let you access a few more markets. But then they like, friends, I couldn't buy Dogecoin. So I was like, well, how do I do that? And I look it up. You have to make... You download the Dogecoin app. It gives you your Dogecoin wallet address. And then you download this other app called Kraken. And then on that one, you give it your address. You transfer a Bitcoin. to. It's like you have to do all these shit to all these apps. I'm like, this is so such bullshit. Like, there should be an easier way. There really should. But I get there's like, that's their. To make uh, free money? <laughs> that's their bar or entry to, right, to make sure you can 
deal with it. I don't fucking There's gotta know. be an easier way to rip off the system. Come on. I know this is bullshit. Um, so anyway, that's kind of what's happening in the Reddit GameStop world. Also, I think they shut down the Reddit that did this already. Um, like they're trying to crack down on this shit, but there's nothing illegal to my knowledge of a group of people on the internet deciding they all want to invest in something. No. Um, now the only thing that could be illegal is there is this, uh, very, what's the word? Like hazy gray area rule of just market manipulation, but it's never really defined, but someone could come out of nowhere and be like, well, this is market manipulation. So they jumped in and bought it while it was down and then it skyrocketed. Right, because a short squeeze, what happens is after you fuck over the hedge funders and then they have to buy it all back at the higher price because of the way the borrow structure works, that all of a sudden soars the price. And then you who held on for the hold, that's what they all say hold, you then get the reward. You can sell then or you can hold it and see if it keeps going up. Um, it's all very it's more also just that the wall that Wall Street stepped in. They realized they were losing money. The hedge funds were losing money. And then all of a sudden, Robin Hood and these other apps made it where you couldn't trade shit all of a sudden. You know, and all like the whole premise was the little guy should be able to do it without having to be on Wall Street, you know. Right. Um, but it's obvious these people are just fucking doing whatever they want, being rich. And like, I remember from the Occupy Wall Street movement uh, when all those people were fucking camping out at Wall Street like five years ago, whenever that was. Um, and like the people at Wall Street were just laughing at them and like, you know, throwing drinks on them. Like they were just like, oh, fucking idiot. Like they're in a different world. It's like Hunger Games. I don't know if you remember Hunger Games. They're like the rich elite people. And then like we're just mm-hmm. not even the same class of person right. as these people. So. And then they're the ones making the rules. Right. And so like I understand it's probably not like good to be like, so fuck them <laughs> because we're so different. But yeah, it's kind of where I'm at. You know, I'm all with the eat the rich crowd. I'm with it. I mean. I'm not the rich, so I feel okay about that. Hell yeah, I wish I'd mean, I just wish I'd take, even if I was able to take a chance, it wouldn't be enough to fucking make me a billionaire because I'd be too scared to invest enough or I wouldn't have enough to invest the proper amount to get the reward. Right. You know, it might be such a small amount. Yeah, I'd make a few bucks. Right. But exactly. Nothing to spring launch me into the Rothschild's world. Right. Someday, though, maybe the Rothschild's world. Or Rockefeller, um, whatever the fuck your name is. Uh, there's a couple, couple different ones. Um, all right, other shit that's happened. Something I have not seen covered on the news much, so I wanted to bring it up. Is there's been huge fucking protests in Russia. Now I've always been very interested in Russia. I understand it became a hot topic issue there for a while because Trump and Putin and all that shit. But there's been people taken to the streets in Russia, like mass fucking protests demanding some shit because uh i don't remember the guy's name whoever ran against putin this last time or whoever's in whatever party's opposite like we'll say putin's a republican and whatever the russian democrats are like whoever that leader is uh he was poisoned like a year ago and he blamed he said you know the putin's party's the one that did it trying to kill him and then he's been in exile in some other country and then he came back to the country like publicly and this is a thing in russian history of people going to exile and like Lenin was the next one that came back and led, you know, the revolution and shit. Um, and whenever he came back, he was arrested and all this shit. So now people are like, hey, this is, you can't just arrest people because they're another political party than you. You know, like that's other people are saying. Uh, and so people are out in the streets. Now, I think a lot of people don't care about that because, you know, we're in America and we're like, that's Russia. We just don't think about it. But like I said, Russia throughout history has had many government changes started by protests, probably more so than any other country. If I... I mean, I don't really so know. Isn't Russia been one of our biggest competitors? Uh, like, in it, 
in or, a lot of ways, yeah. Yeah. For sure. But uh, Reagan and Gorbachev, or whoever the fuck was running Russia back when Reagan was our president, they had a meeting in like 1985, and they said if aliens attack, we, America and Russia, or the USSR thumb, agree to help each other against aliens. So I think at the end of the day, we at least would team up against aliens. Okay. So we're cool there. Like, whereas I don't know if China is fucking with us against the aliens. They might say, y'all worry about the aliens and we'll see what happens. I don't know. Who knows? Interesting. Um, so I keep an eye on fucking Russia. That's all I'm saying. You always have to keep an eye on Russia. Learn that from every eighties movie there was. Yeah. Uh, I always just think of glow now when I think of Russians, because I think the girl on glow. Oh yeah. So fucking good at that Russian. I love Russia. (laughs) So, uh, also a little bit of COVID stuff. I, I know you like you said, uh, you had your aunt passed away and, uh, so that's very sad, but I have noticed, um, I'm just curious on the COVID versus the flu things. You know, I've seen people share these memes and maybe this is just like a big Republican fucking meme and I, I'm falling for it. Uh, where it'll be like, people will say flu's at an all time low. There's like, but like the first death of flu just happened right in the year. And like, apparently that was like a long time into the year for the first one. And, there's like no flu cases. And then I agreed with this where people would say, well, yeah, cause everyone's wearing a mask and they're not going out. So therefore they're quarantined, you know, flu's not spreading. And I, and I've thought this whole time, like that makes perfect sense. And then some of the days right. like, well then why is COVID going up? And then I was like, Oh shit. Well, okay. Yeah, there you go. I mean, that's a good point. COVID's going up and they're telling us cause y'all aren't fucking wearing your mask properly. You dumb asses. And then we're like, yeah, it is going up when you look at the charts. But flu's not. And it's well, like, fuck, oh. you might as well put a fucking football chin strap on some of you. I know shit. Goddamn, go back to the fucking 60s football helmets. That fucking looks like some people's face mask. Uh, where I work, uh, you know, because there's a lot of kids around, some of the teachers will say, all right, well, make sure y'all put y'all chin straps back on. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's so Buckle funny. your chin straps up. <laughs> it is super funny because that is about all all it is for a lot of people. Um, and so then yeah. they pull it down to talk. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All the time. Uh Blows my mind. Blows my mind. Um, basically, just I go to like get gas and I put on a mask to go in and pay for the gas or whatever, and not one worker will have a mask on at any store you go to. It hey, the required wire work. Right. I mean, they are my job too. I mean, we don't in our little room. It was like just a couple of us. Uh, but like when I go out, I'm like, well, yeah, I'm putting my fucking mask on. Right. Uh, of course, some people probably make fun of me because, you know, me being a delivery, I'll get back in a car and be driving. Like, oh, shit. And then I'll unhook one ear. And now like, I got a big fucking pirate earring on now. Well, hell yeah. I bet it's a cool look, though. Uh, well, hopefully you make a lot of fucking tips. Do you think you make more tips this way than through the other, like, delivery service shit? Hey, you know what? But if I don't, I get an hourly wage. Right. So I'm. It's got to be better. And I got guaranteed hours, guaranteed at least an hourly wage. So the tips are just going to be on top. Right? I, I hope. Right. But on my days off, if I'm still broke, I'm still qualified to drive for the other place. I did that last night. Right. I went and took four or five deliveries real quick. Well, hell so, yeah. I'll Could you make do it at the same time? Huh? Could you pull it off at the same time? Maybe. <laughs> uh, I don't know. We'll, we'll fill it out. Right, right. I was just curious. I was like... You're like, time it out, right? Just, uh, <laughs> oh man, I'm gonna take a break. <laughs> yeah, pick some up. From- well, no, because it depends on how long these are. Like, it's easy to sit and wait on a Texoma order for 45 minutes waiting on a restaurant to get the food, right? That's so, crazy. You know, I couldn't do that. I mean, yeah, that's true. Here's like, 
at certain restaurants like Santa Fe, Blue Moon, I wait till Oscars. I wait till the until it says driver's pickup time, and then I add another couple minutes, and then I go in. Usually on those three restaurants, right? Yeah, Oscars take fucking forever. Heavenly buns. That order shows up. I go immediately. I walk in, walk out with my food. They are amazing. So I haven't been there in a long time. I don't think most people like their food that much. It's mainly soups and sandwiches, kind of right. old well, school a, bakery bread type. It's deal. an old Schlotzky's. So right. if anyone's familiar with Schlotzky's, that is their menu. They use over the years the breads change a little bit. They don't have like the same exact recipe that, right. but it's very similar. It's kind of flavorless. The bread in a way, like you, you have to really like whatever is on the sandwich. Right. You know, like the meat has to really carry it. Um, but I always enjoy it. Yeah, they had an ultimate or something. I don't remember what the sandwich is called. But that's someone's roast beef and shit. That's always my thing. Yeah, but anyway, as far as delivery-wise, I love delivering their food. Right. Because they're fast, quick, efficient. I mean, like, if I was just delivering nothing but them all day, I'd be in and out and make so much money. You know, I could take eight, nine deliveries an hour the way they do shit. Right. <laughs> Well, that's what they need a delivery driver. Say, hey, y'all need to step this shit up. <laughs> you go yeah. over there and take over. You know, Hell take yeah. over Emily Buns. Um, the other day, um, I guess yesterday, this is how quick it was. Uh, and I don't know why this stuck out to me, but I was like, I'm going to talk about it on the podcast because it's fucking random as shit. But um, Oak Street here in Ada is probably like, I don't know, the 10th most popular street. I don't know if we can fucking rank them, but it's, you know, up there, I guess. But anyway, this car fucking broke down, right? Or its tire fucking broke off, where all of its tires in its car was kind of facing right, but then the left tire was facing left, and then, like, it looked like a three-legged dog, but the tire was still kind of there, but it looked like maybe the axle snapped. Like, it looked like, I was like, how the fuck did that happen? That was my thought, right? Because I drive down this road all day having to pick shit up over at the other place. And I was like, that's fucking crazy. But I saw that like, get out of his car. He was getting, you know, gathering his wallet and his shit, yeah. filling his pockets, put his hazards on, locked the door, was walking away as I drove by. I just happened to drive by. And I was like, oh, that sucks for that guy. You know, that was my thought. Go pick up whatever. Um, drive back by. All of a sudden, there's three cop cars around that car. We just lined up the street and they're all searching it, you know, like trying to figure out what's going on. I'm like, it's clear the fucking car's broke. Like the tires broke off uh-huh. of like, it just, it, I don't know. I was but like, he parked it on Oak Street? Like, uh, you know, those uh, kind of by the railroad track uh, uh-huh. by 14th Street is 12th. around that. Yeah, somewhere around there. Uh, where those little apartments are on oh, those new, yeah. newish. He, like, tried to go up, a, but he was, you know, it was basically in the middle of the fucking street. Um, but, I mean, I, ran a, I went around it, you know, and I went around the cops, too, and shit, whenever they were looking at it. And I was like, that's crazy. And then the next time I drive by, like, 30 minutes, an hour later, they already had a tow truck there towing it. And I was like, well, that fucking, <laughs> like, this dude was probably going to the tire shop that was, like, three blocks away. <laughs> probably trying to be like, all right, well, I got this shit, you know, and then. Uh, his shit gets towed to the big tow shit, which I know it's like on the other side of town. And I was like, oh man, this sucks for this guy. And then today I noticed they got the street sweeper car out to buffer out where he had left this long rim. Uh, yeah, where something yeah. scraped on the road or whatever, you know. And I was like, damn, they got the street sweeper. I'm like, man, they took this shit serious. Like this one thing they took so seriously. Um, and I just happened to drive by that spot. Oh, how many shitty streets are in Ada? I wish they, t- <laughs> wish they had that much care for the rest of the streets. <laughs> no joke. My car, uh, especially they they put got the little tar wand and they started doing a little tar wanding up the cracks. 
that is way worse than just the cracks. Like now I drive through and yes. it's like, like my car is fucking bumping and shit. I'm like, oh, this is horrible. This That's is what I worse. did in the parking lot at the pizza place I used to work in. It looks fucking terrible. I don't, I do not like it. You don't like it at all. Uh, growing up, you know, in my hometown, we have one of the last brick streets in Oklahoma. I don't know if other cities have I this. I think they are kind of known for still having a brick main street. Yeah, yeah. If I'm not, they, part of Ardmore's has that little section, but y'all got the. Our whole main street. Right. Whole thing. Um, is brick is from Hastings back when Hastings wasn't a ghost town and was like a, had a brick factory in the first Oklahoma woman's college and shit like that. Uh, so yeah, we have all these fucking bricks and everyone loves it except whenever I was 15, you know, 16 years old driving my truck or car and my CD player, it was like, <laughs> it would fucking oh, skip and shit. Cause yeah. like, it was like, blah, 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 blah. like you would bounce around and I would get pissed and I was like, this, you can't drive main. That's what everyone did. Every night you drive main, you know, turn around at the little corner, <laughs> turn around the thing. That's for my parents now own that land yep. right there. So, um, turn and, around liquor. Yeah. Now that's exactly what. I'm going to text them. That's what they need to name it. That's way better. Um, I want royalties. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Yeah. I'm just joking. Um, so anyway, fucking worry because Main Street was bullshit with the bricks. Or what they call it? Dragon Main or yeah, Cruising Main? Or? Dragon Main would do that. I always took like a more, I laugh the town more. You know, like I go like Main Street, Highway 70, and then back to 8th Street around the high school. Back then, you know, okay. a longer one because I right. would be smoking some weed normally. And uh, I don't know. It just makes it easier that Broke way. up the monotony a little bit, too. Yeah, a little bit. I still remember when I first started smoking weed because I was a senior in high school. You know, I started a little late. But I was uh, I had a pop in my truck and I was fucking smoking. And I looked up at the clock on the bank clock and it was 1134. And in my mind, I immediately flipped and went, it's hell upside down. And like was all stoned. and was like, oh, my God, I freaked out about <laughs> it for funny. no reason. No reason. There's a dude for where he could send me a friend request today. But then I went to look back because he had some familiar friends. I don't remember his name. But then I went back and it said, I can't reload page. So I hit delete. But I don't remember what the name was. I was like, I don't really know why I know someone from Warica. So if you're just a fan, just you know, let me know or something. Yeah. I, I just don't accept anybody. I mean, just because I know a friend of yours doesn't mean I know you. Right. It's acquaintance book for me. At least you got to tell me why you want to be on my list or something. Right. I mean, I I try to keep an eye on my hometown of Warica. I don't talk to anyone there really. I didn't recognize the name. I mean, it wasn't it wasn't the Keith brothers. That's the two I know. I mean, I don't like Joey Jinx, but that's the name I know. Right. <laughs> uh, I mean, a couple like rural rednecky dudes have added me from work that don't like me, you know, necessarily, but I was like, fuck it, I'll accept it. Um, and they just post all their very pro-Trump stuff still, and they like it when I post some libertarian shit, but then they don't like it when I post some like anti-Trump shit, you know, but I don't care. Yeah. Uh, Facebook is really for memes. That's all it exists for anymore. And then people share pictures of their kids and shit. And then that's weird because I don't have kids, so I feel weird liking pictures of other people's kids. <laughs> that's funny. Um. All right. The last story I had for the week that was like a news story that you might have heard about is this Chad Willer story. He was an NFL player. I thought they said he played for the Chargers, but I'll be real honest. I do not know exactly what team he plays for or played for, because I'm sure he will not play in the NFL again. Um, but he looked like a big offensive lineman, you know, from the looks of him in the picture I saw. And he beat his girlfriend, fiance, someone really, really bad. 
choked her out to her eyes, bloodshot, almost popped out of her head, try to kill her. I mean, I think from what I read, he should go to jail for attempted murder. When did this happen? Uh, fairly recently. She was like in the hospital and she like there was always pictures of her and her damages. But apparently, uh, she said he did all the shit, thought he killed her, and then went on and just ate his dinner. And she pretended she was dead. And then whenever she got up or started moving or something, he goes, "Oh, I can't believe you're still alive." Like. And he said it like in a way like he thought he killed her, right? So like that's basically what she's saying. It's like he tried to kill me, and I don't know what the reasoning is. I don't, you know, I didn't get too deep in the story, but it's crazy. It's not like a bigger story in the sports world. Now I get he's right. like an offensive lineman, and those aren't like glamour positions and shit. But I think uh, they should at least come out and be like, yeah, this guy's never playing football again. Like, guy should go directly to jail, right? Like there should be a criminal investigation immediately and all. Uh, but I haven't seen anyone talk about. Like, I've I saw like one person mention it today, and that's when I clicked on it. And was like, "How the fuck is this on everywhere?" Man, I got stuck on these documentaries on Netflix and Hulu about these fucking serial killers. Yeah, you watch. H- Henry, like a fucking white girl, fucking Henry. Oh, well, my wife started it, so <laughs> I mean, she sits right beside me, so she's controlling the TV, you know, because I show up for work and I ain't gonna change the channel on her. Right, I just ain't doing that. And hell, they're fairly interesting. But Henry Lee Lucas, oh my god, you that dude's a that fucking cop, the Texas Ranger. Sheriff Batwell, he was fucking in on it. He was feeding that motherfucker the information. And then the detectives come by the next day and he goes, well, where's the body? Oh, it's out on Highway 74, about mile marker nine. And then they take him out to the crime scene. Yeah, I buried buried her right there laying this. Well, hell, he was sitting there looking at the evidence books the day before. Right. You know, I mean, and then he tried to take credit for like 600 murders. It was so ridiculous. It is crazy. I want to watch one on uh, Netflix. They've had it recently about some dude in New York or Los Angeles. I don't remember, but he was killing all kinds of people, but like a complete random. There was like, no, oh, he was like the traveling killer. Yeah. Something like they proved like he couldn't possibly be all those places. Yeah. Yeah. But but I've watched those. I man, there's so many. I'm getting them confused now. Right. Uh, Uh, I mean, and then there's some cases getting overturned and you're like, are you fucking kidding me? And just because, and then they declare a mistrial, say 11 out of 12 juries vote to make this guy guilty, but they can't get that one. They do a mistrial. It's a hung jury, yeah. Well, I know, but. But it's for like if you're going for the death penalty. If you're just, if you would have for like life in prison, then that can't, then it didn't matter. They shouldn't have to retry the whole case just on the sentencing. I don't know, because. I mean, he's already found guilty. They shouldn't, like, not be a criminal now just because it's a hung jury. As many times as we've been on this podcast and complained about the court systems, I don't think we should give them more power to lock people up, myself. Well, I agree with you there, but it was just watching this. It's like, okay, you've already proved this guy guilty. Honestly, if if someone's a serial killer, you should just find a way for someone to kill him. They... Prove these people guilty. I mean, in my mind, anyway. Right. And in 90, 90% of other people's minds, this motherfucker's guilty. All the evidence was there just because one part motherfucker got tricked or whatever, didn't want to say it. The motherfucker's still guilty. They should still sit in jail till sentencing. Right. I mean, my logical just thought process of it all, and I think this is probably some of my grandfather. He used to say a lot of shit of like, I don't know why we're wasting all this money to keep people on death row when you could just shoot them in the head for 60 cents or whatever bullet costs. Right. And I'm like, yeah, and they, like logically it makes sense. Right. Um, because you do like, they keep them alive for like 30 years and the system, they're like, and now it is your turn to and get it, killed. And you're like, and then I mean, it it's kind of weird. And then they get like five years to c- gather evidence against you. Yeah. So it take five years to have a case. Get the fuck out of here. Right. And you'll probably sit in jail the whole time. Um, 
Oh, it, it's time accredited. <laughs> yeah. It, so the whole system is definitely, definitely fucked. Um, but I do think the whole death penalty thing, if it's a serial killer, I guess, in this exact scenario, they should find a way to just like, just have him wind up dead. But then again, that could be abused, I'm sure. And they'll be like, so-and-so is a serial killer. But they weren't a serial killer, just so they can kill him. And I don't know. But uh, it does make you wonder, because we don't have a mental health system in America to handle it. You know, like, uh, I don't know, in the 50s or 60s, whenever that was, we had a horrible one then anyway. So it's not even like it was good before when it was government funded. But they thought like private citizens would just pay for their family members to have this good care. And it's like, oh, no, not really. And uh, now people just go to jail because they can't afford to go to mental institutions. You know, right. that's where they wind up. Uh, so we just don't have the mental institution capabilities to deal with a lot of these crazies well, that we are as out Amer- there and kill people we as americans don't make enough money to properly take care of ourselves the way they say we should oh right i mean like the minimum wage thing is a huge uh you know debate going on at the moment uh i think the moment the plan would be they would have until 2025 every state to get up to a 15 dollar minimum wage we're at 725 i believe in oklahoma we're at the bare minimum um I remember living through the last jump in the state because I got my job in college at 515, whatever it was then. And then by the time I left that job, I was up to 725 or whatever. And I was like, yes, it felt like a raise. But I've been through two minimum wage jumps when it started at 475 in 1996. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. And got moved up to 515. That was really my first raise, I guess. I moved from Sterling Stockade to Mazio's, and that's how that started. All right. Um, so it's I I do think because uh, it is this is all from a meme. A lot of my logic comes from memes these days. It's the world we live in. When people are like, if you raise the minimum wage of fifteen dollars an hour, the cost of living will go up. And it's like the cost of living is already going up. They haven't matched the wage <laughs> to, because back when I came to college in this town in ninety nine, rent was two seventy five to three fifty. Right now it's Four, like eight nine hundred four hundred on the top end. Right now it's eight nine hundred, and that's for the shitty places. Right. And we went from $5 to 7 I mean, come on, man. Right. So, whereas it part of me is like, I, I understand all of the arguments against it. I get that, like, yes, the McDonald's, the corporation, is not going to lose money. So, they will charge you more for a burger. But you can't be mad at the people working. You got to be mad at McDonald's. Like the corporation for a lot because they could eat that shit. Like Papa John's is a perfect example. Uh, back when Papa John was still the spokesman of Papa John, so he's not now after something happened, if I can't remember correctly. Uh, I remember him saying, and John Stewart called him out, he was like, if we have to give everyone health care, your pizzas are going to go up. Like he came out and said some shit like that, right? Because he was very uh, conservative. And John Stewart's uh, show ran the math, and given how many pizzas they sold, in that fiscal year to how many employees they had or whatever, it'd be nonsense of pizza. And he's like, okay, then charge everyone nonsense more pizza and give your employees health care. You know, like sometimes it's really not that big of a deal, but like they, a corporation's going to act like it is. They so. don't want to lose their, they don't want to go from 60% profits down to 50. Yeah. Or 59 in that right. scenario. Like that's a right. 1% thing. And they're like, no, 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 no. All right. They don't <laughs> so, want to lose. They don't want to lose. Okay, man, I can't buy the gold polish for my shoes now. Right. So uh it is just we're like we said, we're different people. Like there's just different class, like the things people worry about in these different levels. And corporations, I don't believe are people, but people, you know, say corporations are people. Uh they're really rich fucking people. 
Like, uh, and they make decisions that aren't good for their workers. I mean, and we're all somewhat compliant on this. I mean, like we're all cool with Asian factory workers and having little kids. I went down a rabbit hole this week because Facebook knows me too well. They know if I start watching one video, they're like showing those videos all fucking day, right? And all I watched all day, probably Tuesday it was little fucking like just dumbass jobs like in India where motherfuckers are making metal bowls, right? And they're like molten fucking hot metal and they're like blacksmithing out some bowls. And I'll just watch a shit for hours and then it'll just show basically people doing all these jobs that fucking suck. But they do them really well in these third world countries with no safety precautions whatsoever. And you're like, oh, that's where all our shit's made. And there's like, I watched one of this little 10 year old kid, like putting fucking screens on iPhones, right? Forever. And I was like, he was so good, like going so fast. And I was like, yeah, that's how fucking iPhones are made. Like we wouldn't have anything we had if it wasn't for like child slave labor, basically. And we're all okay with that. But if it's in America, we're no, like, not really. I just, I think that they, all the people on top should have to give up some profit. I'm sorry. Let's go to collective bargaining like the NFL. Rep. I mean, what? if you look throughout history of America, you know, I don't know the whole world. Um, the rich paid way more taxes through all times of history than they do now. So people are like, you can't do this. You can't do that. But if your tax of everything you make above a million is 50% tax, you know, which is a fucking huge number, people think like, well, I only have half a million now. I'm like, no, you get the million and then anything above a million, like you need more than a million dollars a year. I don't think any one person does at this moment in time, but maybe that's crazy. Maybe someone's like, oh no, I would need more than a million, but I can't imagine that shit. That's crazy. Right. But again, different different people i'm just like if i could get like an extra hundred this week that'd be cool yeah <laughs> you know for me that's like the shit if i went to the casino tomorrow and like 150 bucks i'd make my fucking week yeah so just different um anyway everyone go look up the chad wheeler story uh if that hasn't become big nfl news um all right and then truly my last thing is i learned this week that dinosaur bones weren't even found until 1841 isn't that crazy i assumed Someone would have found some fucking dinosaur bones before that. Yeah, you'd think so. They did probably found them and just... Eh, uh, right, I'm assuming, right, they probably just found them like, I don't know, it's fucking bone, who cares? But yeah, in 1841, that's when someone pieced it together of like, holy fuck, this is a bone of a dinosaur. And, the, and then they like, these were lizard people. It's like all of our forefathers who would have, n- they had no knowledge that hundreds, thousands, millions of years, whenever it was ago, that dinosaurs existed. Like when America was founded, just so no all of our dinosaur researchers from 1841 on? Yeah. Hmm. That's why shit like the Jurassic Park exists. You know, Jurassic Park's cool, but that's not even accurate. Like all every dinosaur you see in Jurassic Park was not in the Jurassic period. It was in the whatever else fucking like two fucking periods after that, right? Because there's like nine fucking dinosaur periods where like different dinosaurs came and went, you know. So um dinosaurs are great. I have a friend. I wish I could get him on here to talk about it, uh, but I think I've asked him before and he didn't get into it whenever um, I've tried that his dad believes in the dinosaur bones are fake theory and he's like super religious and I, I didn't know this was a thing, but he is of the belief some sort of Christian, some Christians believe that the earth is only like 6,000 years old, right? And it's not fucking millions of years old. And the reason we have dinosaur bones is because God planted them in the earth as a test of our faith to make it seem as if the earth was older, but it's not. That's just God testing you. And I and my friend was telling me this, and this is someone I grew up with, 
or like grew up in the same town. And I was like, wait, your parents believe that? And he was like, yeah. And I was like, that's nowhere in the Bible. Just that's so you know. Crazy. <laughs> well, it's what's crazy here, I think, is in Job, it says uh, a man and dinosaurs live together. So they're even going like further to be like, oh, no, they're all fake. And it's like, well, I thought because I have a friend who loved fucking Jurassic Park and he was religious and he was like, oh, no, and Job, they lived together. And I was like, yeah, bro, I don't think they did. Though. So what are things that the fucking dinosaurs just disintegrated? I mean, right. What happened to them? I got I mean. Because if the Bible's talking about dinosaurs, that's obviously before 1841, surely. We've extincted out a few animals, so we could, I mean, theoretically, we could have extincted out a few dinosaurs by hunting them, but there were some badasses, I think. I don't know. They also didn't look anything like I think we think they look. Like, I don't think they had scales and they were quite, I think they had, like, feathers and weird hair and shit, they're realizing now. So, I think they even found an imprint of one's anus. Somehow it got made into a fossil. Like like it's butt print because that was also news recently and people were making fun of it of like these scientists caring about their butts like I don't know it's kind of interesting I guess I don't know nothing they ever knew before one of a kind yeah so um that's the world of science wow yeah you just talk about you know we talk about all these pizza places that don't really take that much to make a pizza at two different pizza places now they weigh out their toppings and okay you weigh out your toppings per the spec right. Okay, you're going to put them on a pie the customer bought. So everything in that measuring cup, the customer has bought, correct? I'm going to sprinkle that on the pizza. Some of that falls off. Don't get put back on there, right? Right. Okay, I put the pizza in the oven. They try to make you pick that up and put it back on the make line saying that's costing them money. Somebody already paid for it. That is not your money. That is the customer's. Yeah. So don't bitch at me about not picking this cheese up because that cheese is already fucking paid for. I agree. I mean, that, oh my gosh, this this argument annoys me. I mean, if you pick it up right then, it's still clean, you know. But then these pans that got flour and everything else on scooting down, I ain't using that shit. I ain't feeding that to someone, right. you know. And like, this is mainly the general manager that took over the restaurant and left, and uh, he kept scraping it and putting my make on, and I take it out and throw it away. I was like, I'm not using that shit. It's already fucking paid for. It. Well, you're costing me. Uh, he goes, well, my food costs. I'll quit I said, I'm a manager too. I looked at the food costs and it's fucking uh, on point. So unless you're lying about cheese, I said, we don't have a food cost problem. Right. Well, again, you just, all you did was remove cheese from the previous pizza. That should have been on that pizza that was already paid for by the customer. Right. If anything, you're saying you're fucking over my customer's cheese from earlier. Correct. Yeah. That's, I mean, would no, be the trying logic. To act like it's their money. Very weird. Very weird. Um. All right, man. I don't have anything else. Uh, this weekend, Powwow's supposed to be in town. We're gonna see if he does a podcast or not. Hell yeah! Don't know if it'll happen. Well, there's an interesting story on our Ada Rants and Raves last night. DoorDash driver. Mm, yeah. He uh, a customer posted about a DoorDash driver and it showed the text message said your canal connecting with the DoorDash driver, and the DoorDash driver said sorry, I couldn't find your house. And she goes, I watched you. You was you was almost here. You was like two houses down. He goes, all right, I'm on my way back. You know, I guess she went back inside. The next text message from the driver, the food's on your porch. Message from the customer. No, I'm standing on my porch. There's no food here. It's like, oh, well, I'll put it two houses down. Can you just go get it? And uh, he goes, I'm, I'm on the other side of town. I got multiple deliveries. I was just like, are you kidding me? You ask a customer to walk and get their food? Well, it's just going to make where no one wants to use DoorDash. Right. So... It hurts everyone. Well, they DoorDash doesn't do any background or driving records or nothing. Right. It's how Brad's doing it. 
That's why they let him in. He explained to me that uh, he has to, his home base is a mall. Mm hmm. Because I guess with the DoorDash, you got to be so close to restaurants or some shit. That thing is what you explained to me once. And uh, he's always in a mall to take a piss. And he's like, it's his whole thing is he DoorDashes, then he runs in the mall to run to their bathroom. And that's like his whole day job. Sounds fun. Well, uh, my hot spot for DoorDash was about three blocks from my house. Right. So I just sat in the country of my house and smoke a bowl while waiting on a delivery. Well, hell yeah. Can't yeah. beat that. Like, like a sore Peter, you can't beat it. There you go. Um, all right, got anything else, man? No, nah, man, that's it. All right, peace. Peace.